Good morning and welcome as we come to worship God. Today we are acknowledging the reign of Christ, that Christ is King and He is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And so as we acknowledge and celebrate the reign of Christ, we see that even when we go through from day to day, week to week, there are different things that God reveals to us and different things that God lays on our heart. But today we want to specifically focus on Christ on the throne, God reigning, and his everlasting and eternal reign as well. And at a time where Christians were calling them, well, were living a life of nominal Christians, they were saying that they believed, but actually Christ was not reigning in their heart. Christ was not, in a sense, enthroned within their lives. And so this day was instituted actually by the Catholic Church, and um, today still we celebrate the reign of Christ. And therefore Christ's reign cannot be compared with earthly kingdoms and nations which have territorial borders. Christ is King of Kings and ruler of all. And so as we worship with the music now, we are going to listen to Worthy is the Lamb.
Lord, as we listen to the words of that song, we are so aware of the cross and what you have done for us. And so, Lord, even as we come to gather around your word, come to worship you, come to praise you, enter your courts with thanksgiving, we thank you, Lord, that you forgive us our sins. We pray, Lord, that you will speak to us. And even though we might have heard the word that is being read today so many times, let your Holy Spirit make it relevant to us. And may you fill us with the fullness of being able to apply the word to our lives so that we can glorify you and enjoy you for now and forever. Amen. So our focus text this morning is Psalm 100, and it is a very short psalm, a beautiful psalm. Nobody really knows who wrote this psalm. It's got five verses, and it is described as a psalm of praise. Some have said that Moses included this in the Psalms that he wrote from Psalm 90 to 100, but there's no real assurance of this. So we just know that God inspired this word to someone who wrote this word. And it definitely is so clearly proclaiming and acknowledging the reign of Christ as well. The Lord is God. Shout praises to the Lord, everyone on this earth. Be joyful and sing as you come to worship the Lord. You know the Lord is God. He created us, and we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep in his pasture. Be thankful and praise the Lord as you enter his temple. The Lord is good. His love and faithfulness will last forever. A few words, a few verses, but so powerful and so relevant for us today as well. Jesus Christ reigns. Christ is king. Mercy and love prevails within us. Because Jesus Christ reigns. Hatred gives way to love because Jesus Christ reigns. Hatred, desperation is overtaken by hope because Jesus Christ reigns. So today as we come to worship and even in our hearts sing our songs of thanksgiving and praise to God, we are assured of his wonderful and loving presence with us. When we look at this psalm, we see that there is such a description of God in these five verses as well. It also tells us who should praise him and how we should praise him. And there's also so many other things about that why do we have to praise him? 
what do we give praise for? And very clearly it says in verse 1, Shout praises to the Lord, everyone on this earth. So when we read this psalm, it's not only a psalm that's just for us personally, but it's saying to the whole world, to nature, to the animals, to everything, shout praises to the Lord. I wonder how many of us got up this morning and we just, our first thought was, Hallelujah, Jesus, this is a day we're going to be together. This is what the psalm is actually saying to us, that we need to shout Praises to the Lord. Well, actually, you might be in trouble with the people around you in your household if you stand up in the morning and and just shout praises to the Lord. But this is actually what the Word is saying to us. Be joyful and sing as you come in to worship the Lord. Many of us have come with maybe even sadness. So many different things that are challenging for us at the moment as we come in. But this is also a time not only here, but when we speak to God, when we're with God, we don't just put away our challenges. We can actually worship God in spite of those challenges that we have. Serve with joy. When we do things for our family members or when we do things for people in the community, are we joyful when we do that? Are we generous with our time when we give and are there for the people? Not because we want people to see, oh, we are good, but because and for the sake of Christ. Why do we have to praise him? Why? Very clearly, the Bible says that he's our creator. You know, the Lord is God. He created us. And we belong to him. God didn't create us for ourselves. He created us so that we can belong to him. And the main purpose for each and every one of us on earth is to glorify God and to enjoy him. Are we enjoying God? Are we enjoying God in our daily lives? Can other people see that we are enjoying God. That doesn't mean that we're walking around with holy words and, you know, quoting scripture all the time. No. But is that joy of the Lord within us because we know that he created us, because we know that he's our shepherd, so that whenever we need guidance, he will give us that guidance as well. What and why? Do we worship and praise God? We come into his house. Actually, today, we realize that this building is not the only place. We should have realized this long time ago, but our bodies are the temple of God. So with everything we are, with our whole being, we should be worshiping God. Because as we enter into this place of acknowledging who God is, we are doing that with our temple, with God's temple. We belong to him. Why do we have to praise him? Not only is he our creator and do we belong to him, but he is good and he is merciful. 
Be thankful and praise the Lord as you enter his temple. The Lord is good. His love and faithfulness will last forever. How incredible it is that even in the psalm, if we go a little bit deeper, it's, it's actually a command that God is giving us that we should shout, we should worship, we should come, we should know, we should enter, give thanks and praise him. There are seven things that in this psalm, very short psalm, is actually a command to us that we need to, why do we need to shout to, the God, to God and be vocal? It actually talks about being vocal. When the Israelites worship, they were actually vocal, they danced, they made music, they had instruments, they were very vocal when they came to worship God. Why? Because they so identified with this covenant God, the covenant that God made with them. And that God, every time, even though they turned their backs on God, God, every time, the Lord is good. His love and faithfulness will last forever. And so when we make worship a part of our daily lives, we do that with joy. As we come, every day we have to make that effort to say, Lord, I come into your presence because this day I want to serve you. I want to worship you. Even when I get angry, the Holy Spirit will convict us and bring us peace. And instead of that anger going over to someone else and hurting someone else, so we have to come and we have to know who we are worshipping. Who are we worshipping? Are we worshipping because we want to listen to great music? Are we worshipping because we want people to see us coming to church? Are we worshipping because we want to tell people on social media how many Zoom or recordings we have been listening to? No. We come to worship because we know God personally. Because He is our Lord he is our creator. And it reminds us so clearly that he is the one who made us. We belong to him. We are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. And so when we look at being this act of worship in every moment of our days, we are reminded in the New Testament, in John 10, where Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. And I lay down my life for you. We read that in John 10. And then in Romans 12, verses 1 and 2, it speaks about this living sacrifice that we are. So that others can also see that we are the temple of God. And that God actually lives and dwells within us. That is in Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. And then in Hebrews 10, verse 19, we read about this access that we have, this free access into this powerful throne of grace. Actually, this verse is a verse that really revealed to me the power of the cross 
and the power of the blood of Christ and what it meant to me and how it made me free. And so therefore we need to remember that we are not only individuals who God has created, but we also create, we also worship God as a community. And as we go through this week and we think about the commands that we have been given, we ask for the Holy Spirit to make us aware how important it is because it transforms us when we are aware of these commands of shout to the Lord, enter his courts with praise. Why? Because he is my creator, because I know him personally. Your life will be transformed. And today, as we come to the communion table as well, the invitation is to each and every one of us who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, who know him personally. This table does not belong to the Presbyterian Church or any other denomination, but to the Lord Jesus Christ. So we come to celebrate, we come to acknowledge, we come for healing. And so as we come today, let us just be quiet and in ourselves come and confess our sins before God, before we come to the table, because this is what it resembles. It is a sign of the forgiveness and the cross of Christ. So as we reflect upon that, we will listen to our next worship song.
So Lord, as we come to your table, we surrender. We come to worship Jesus. Come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Submit to my yoke and let me teach you for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for yourselves for my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. So Lord, we come to your table trusting not in any goodness of our own but only in your great mercy. For we are unworthy to eat even the crumbs that fall from your table. But you have declared to us your grace. You have called us to your banquet. So by your spirit, feed us now with your body and blood, that you may live in us and we in you forever. Amen. So as we follow the example of our Lord Jesus Christ and obey his command, We do this to commemorate him and so recall him and his death and resurrection in a way that God uses to unite him to us and to apply to us what he accomplished for us. Thus, as the Lord Jesus on the night of his arrest took the bread and after supper took the cup, I now from a distance take this bread and wine to be consecrated from common use to this holy use and mystery. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As he then gave thanks to God, we also come and we give our thanksgiving. Therefore, Lord, we lift up our hearts to you. We give thanks because it is right to give God thanks and praise. Not only is it right, but it is our duty and our joy at all times and in all places to give thanks and praise to you. Holy Father, Heavenly Ruler, Almighty and Eternal God, we thank you for commanding light to shine in the darkness, for stretching out the heavens and laying the foundations of the earth, for making all things through your word, We thank you for creating us in your image and for keeping us safe in your faithful love. Great and wonderful are the things you do. Just and faithful are all your ways. And so, Lord, we give thanks. So with all the hosts of heaven, all the angels and archangels, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever worshipping you, by saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Glory be to you, Lord Most High. We thank you for revealing your purpose in the law and the prophets. We thank you for dealing patiently with our pride and disobedience. Above all, we thank and praise you, O God, for Jesus Christ, your Son, who was born of Mary and lived among us full of grace and truth, who died on the cross in obedience to you and was raised from the dead by your power to be the Lord of creation and head of the church, his body. We thank you that the Lord Jesus, on the night of his arrest, instituted this sacrament 
so that through our celebration of it, his death and resurrection might avail us. And therefore we rejoice with God's people who cry out, Our Lord, come. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Come in victory, come in glory, for already now you feast with us. Grant, O Lord, by your Holy Spirit, that the bread we break and the cup we share may be for us a means of grace, so that in receiving them we may all be made one with Christ and with one another as members of his one body. So may we remain faithful disciples of Jesus and sisters and brothers to one another until we come to feast with him in his kingdom. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, praise and honor and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. After he had taken the bread and given thanks to God, the Lord Jesus broke it. Jesus, Lamb of God, have mercy on us. Jesus, bearer of our sins, have mercy on us. Jesus, redeemer of the world, give us your peace. Then our Lord gave the bread he had broken to his disciples, saying, This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. The bread which we break, is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant sealed with my blood, which is poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. The cup of thanksgiving for which we give thanks, is it not a sharing in the blood of Christ? Whenever we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Hallelujah. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us celebrate the feast. Hallelujah. So what we're going to do, as we did previously with our communion, you will come to the front, and because it's spaced out, we don't need to touch the um, elements next to it. So just take your portion. You can go back to your seat, and then later on we will collect it again. So when you're ready, you can come forward.
It is also a wonderful privilege to celebrate and be together with those who are listening online. And we want to remind those our online worshippers to also bring their offering online. It is a very easy step to do. You can put the, on the app on your phone and it is very convenient to do as well. Let us pray. Lord, as we come to you today, we, we acknowledge that you are our helper and that your Holy Spirit opens our minds. We thank you for the scripture that you have revealed to us today. And we pray, Lord, even as you have nourished us as we came to the table, that as we go out, we will remember that we are the light in the world. Our faith is built and sustained on Jesus Christ's victory over death. Therefore, we go out and proclaim that victory. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we claim that victory through loving God and neighbor. Amen.